This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ed Robertson, hoping you're enjoying this encore presentation of TV Confidential. We'll be back with a brand new edition of the program next week. Hi, this is Nichelle Nichols, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Aren't we all lucky? This one is an ode to Jackie Robinson, the man who broke Major League Baseball's color line. It's entitled, Jackie, Do They Know? An ode to Jackie Robinson. Do they know what you did, Jackie Robinson, when you broke that color line? Do they know the walls that you opened when the Dodgers ask you to sign? Do they know the humiliation that you suffered through the years or how it felt to stomach the threats or constant racial jeers. Ed Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television that is about to step onto the parquet floor as we welcome the Hawk, former Notre Dame basketball All-American and later NBA star Tommy Hawkins. Tommy enjoyed a 10-year career in the NBA for both the Minneapolis Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers, and the old Cincinnati Royals, where he played with such greats as Wilt Chamberlain, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, and Oscar Robertson. And when his playing days ended, Tommy embarked on new careers, first as a radio and TV broadcaster, not only here in Los Angeles, but also on a national level with NBC Sports, then as a baseball executive for 18 years with the Los Angeles Dodgers. A renaissance man, if ever there was one, Tommy has just published a new coffee table book called Life's Reflections. Life's Reflections, Poetry for the People that Reflects Tommy's Many Interests, which includes such subjects as sports, jazz, art, poetry, travel, life, love, family, women, and the turbulent decade known as the 1960s. Not only that, each of Tommy's poems is accompanied by a captivating painting or photograph that illustrates his words, including works by such legendary artists as Leroy Neiman and Ernie Barnes. We will tell you where you can find Life's Reflections, Poetry for the People, in just a second. But first, Tommy Hawkins, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you very much. Great to be with you. Great to have you. And I'm, I'm sure you have heard this question before more than once, Tommy, but uh, what on earth is a professional athlete doing writing poetry? <laughs> That's what Jerry West asked me <laughs> back in 1960. And I told him, you know, it was just something that has become a part of my life and I want to develop my skills at it and I, I want to write and this was a lifelong dream to one day and as ambitious as it is to write a book of narratives, poetic narratives with rhyme supported by visuals that everybody can get into. There's a piece of beef jerky in this book for everybody that you are. Not only is there a piece of beef jerky for everybody, but if, if someone like Jerry West asked the question that I asked, then I feel like I'm in good company, Tommy. But, uh, <laughs> um, but of course, uh, we kidded you about that, but um, I, I understand that you're an English major 
at uh, Notre Dame. So writing poetry and, you know, expressing yourself through the written word, that's, this is not exactly new territory for you. Uh, no, it's not new territory. I was uh, getting my degree in uh, the School of Arts and Letters, and part of the sequence for that degree was a year of English literature. So I was uh, all set to be bored to death when this priest, Father Saleta, walked in, identified himself, expressed to us that it was his duty and pleasure to coach us and to teach us uh, in the maze of English literature, and his specialty was poetry, and he would make it live in our souls. And he did. Incredible man. A few weeks ago, uh, Tommy, I had Charles Fox on the program. Charles Fox, the great um, film and music composer who gave us the themes to Happy Days and The Love Boat and, and, and also you know, Killing Me Softly with his song. And his book is, is really the story of how one teacher made an impact on him and encouraged him to, to channel his talents. And, and as a result of that one teacher encouraging him, we have this great body of work that he has given us. And it sounds like that priest at Notre Dame had a similar impact on you in terms of encouraging to express yourself as, as a poet. Absolutely. And you can't minimize the impact of a teacher who loves what he does or she does and how they are able to impart that to younger people, and it is just an incredible thing because it puts an etching on your soul that's indelible. Of course, we were talking about this before we started recording, Tommy. One, one, one of the uh, most pleasant surprises I found in reading Life's Reflections Poetry for the People is, is, is discovering that you and I have one important thing in common in, in that we both discovered... Uh, the works of T.S. Eliot in one particular poem at a similar point in our college career. That's right. That poem is The Love Song of J. Alfred Prufrock. And I remember when Father Salada first read it to us, and he had this deep, resonant voice, Come let us go then, you and I, when the evening is spread out against the sky, like a patient ether rised upon a table. And I said to myself, Damn. <laughs> I mean, this guy really laid it on me, you know, and I've never recovered from that reading. I, I, I haven't either. In fact, I, I, I first discovered that in nineteen in the spring of nineteen eighty three, you know, as as a freshman at St. Mary's College in Moraga, and then about uh, fifteen years later, uh, I saw a play with uh, Roscoe Lee Brown. In which, he no. did, in which he did a dramatic reading of Proofrock, and it brought me right back to that moment when I, did, when I fell in love with the written word and, and, and decided that, you know, no matter what, I'm going to be a writer. Well, you know, it, uh, the influences of some of the earlier authors and writers are just in, absolutely incredible. And, and if you're going to write and you want to write for people so that they could consume it, feel it, taste it, go back to it. How many times have I gone back to the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock and read that over and over again, and it always has meaning and inspiration? 
We're talking to uh, Tommy Hawkins. Tommy's new book, Life Reflections, Poetry for the People, is a collection of poetry that reflects his many interests, which includes such subjects as jazz, art, poetry, and life itself. Each of Tommy's poems is accompanied by a painting or photograph that illustrates his words, including works by such legendary artists as Leroy Neiman and Ernie Barnes. You can order Life Reflections, Poetry for the People, directly from Tommy himself by going to TommyHawkins.net www.tommyhawkins.net. I want to ask you a couple of questions about the paintings and photographs that accompany your works. Did, did you write the poems first and then ask someone to do the painting for you, or did you draw inspiration from a painting and then write the poem, or was it a combination of both? No, it, it's a combination. Uh, basically, I wrote the poems, and then I had to go on just uh, a two or three year search for paintings that I felt would be symbolic of the message. And so I did that with Leroy Neiman. I did that with Tim Townsley and everything. And I found things. I'd go to art galleries. I'd talk to artists. Uh, Leroy Neiman and I are personal friends. Tim Townsley, Ernie Barnes, Anatole Kuznowski. Uh, I know all of these people, and I just researched everything that they had done until I found something that would be representative of the narrative. How that happened. There were a couple of poems that were read by artists who painted as a result of reading the poem. It always interests me, you know, the collaborative process, uh, not only in writing long-form prose, but uh, we mentioned musical composition a little bit earlier. I mean, you know, which comes first, the music or the lyrics? Sometimes it's one, sometimes the other. And so it's, uh, it's cool to find out, you know, your process as you matched poem with a painting or poem with photograph in Life's Reflections. Right, right. Well, that was very important to me. And uh, I would not just put an image there that I thought was, was good to have there. It had to have the impact of the narrative, and I think that you will see that. Uh, you can get hung up at just looking at the paintings. You certainly can. You, if you go to TommyHawkins.net, folks, you can certainly get hung up uh, looking at the cover of Life Reflections Poetry for the People. It is a very striking image of a man uh, looking off to his left and... Uh, I don't know whether that's supposed to be the stars in, in, in the background, Tommy, but it's a very captivating image. Um, tell us the story of, of how the cover image came to be. Okay, I'm working with my layout guy, Richard Fisher, and he brings in this painting by this young kid from the Pasadena area, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, wow, I said, look at that. That's different. Well, I have to tell you, I was looking for a cover that no matter who you are or where you come from, when you see it, you would say, gee, this is incredible. What the heck is that? <laughs> so, uh, this kid is at the Pasadena Art and Design Center. He's going to school there. Mm -hmm. right? And I said to my layout guy, who did this? And he told me about the kid. And he said, you know something, his name, the kid's name is Laurent Leonez. And 
I was so captivated by his work because I said, that looks like a man who is in this reflective mood, looking up at the skies, and with all of this goal over him, I said, that looks like to me uh, life situations and memories that mm -hmm. he's draped in. So I had sold myself <laughs> <laughs> on using this with, with that interpretation. And so Richard went back to the kid and told him, uh, Tommy Hawkins wants to use your painting, your creation, on the cover of his book. And his family went berserk. <laughs> I'll, bet, I'll bet they did. <laughs> they did a, and it was so great. Uh, we had the initial uh, book signing and the book's uh, debut at the Museum of Tolerance. And young uh, Mr. Leonids brought his whole family. There were uncles and brothers and cousins <laughs> and everything right there. And I did readings of the poems, of the narratives, and I had the visuals that were projected behind me as I did the reading. And uh, it, was, it was quite an evening, and he, he is justifiably proud, and he should be. Now, if you notice that this book does not have a jacket, because I wanted something that you can't destroy. You know, if you spill wine on this, so be it. Just wipe it off, it'll be all right. Mm -hmm. So I had hardcover. I have the hardcover that is laminated. Mm -hmm. And I chose special paper. I chose the font and uh, just went on with it. And I tell you, I have gotten so many compliments and so many people. The other day, I sold two books out of the back of my car. <laughs> You know, to people said, I read about it in the newspaper, but where can I get the books? I said, I happen to have a couple in the back of my car. Went back and got them and sold the books. But uh, it's been just a delightful experience, and my PR guy, Bob Mazza, has me booked through June. Well, we like the sound of that, and we're glad that you're spending some time with us here here on the program. We're talking to Tommy Hawkins, Tommy Hawkins, former NBA star with the Los Angeles Lakers, longtime radio and TV broadcaster, and former vice president of communications with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Tommy's new book, Life's Reflections, Poetry for the People, is a collection of poetry that reflects his many interests, which includes such subjects as sports, jazz, art, poetry, and life itself. You can order Life's Reflections Poetry for the People directly from Tommy himself by either following his car or if you're not or if you're not in the vicinity of Tommy's car, you go online to Tommyhawkins.net, www.tommyhawkins.net. If you go to Tommyhawkins.net, you will see a couple of video clips of Tommy reading some of your poems, which will give you a little more idea of the heart and soul behind the man uh, who gave us uh, life's reflections, poetry for the people. Although I like to think, Tommy, that we're giving we're giving our listeners a, a, a good window into your soul right now. Well, I I think so, and I hope so. And by the way, uh, on February 29th at 7 p.m., I will be at Romans in Pasadena for a special appearance and book signing and everything. And I hope to see everybody in the area. Come on out and let's have a good time and enjoy what I have to say. <laughs> now, we mentioned in our open that you're a man who's not afraid to take on new challenges. I understand you were one of the first 
athletes to host a talk show that had nothing to do with sports. How did that come about? Believe it or not, Regis Philburn was doing a show for Channel 9, and it was a talk show. And Channel 7 hired Regis to come and do their morning show. And Regis, who is a fellow graduate of Notre Dame, mm-hmm. said, Tommy, you are the audition for this show. It was mid-morning Los Angeles. And I said, Regis, they're not going to give me uh, a sportscaster uh, and an ex-basketball player a show like that. I said, thank you for the compliments. He says, I think you can do it. So I auditioned for the show and won the audition. Five days a week, two hours a day for six years, I did Good Morning Los Angeles. And I worked with Stephanie Edwards and Meredith McRae and George Putnam. And it it was just, just a wonderful thing to be able to do that and uh, to say, you know, we're not talking basketball, baseball, football. We're talking life and nuclear physics and psychics and everything else. It was a wonderful experience. And thank God that I went to a place like Notre Dame that prepared me to meet the faces that I would meet. Well, it, you know, two things, Tommy. One, it goes back to what we were talking about before about uh, teachers and mentors and you know, uh, those who encourage us early in our careers. You know, Thank God uh, you, you, you got to know uh, someone like Regis Philbin who, who, who saw your talent and knew, you know, knew that you can do it, A. And B, uh, you know, we're, we've been talking about your many, many interests uh, throughout your life. Doing a, a daytime talk show five times a week where you're talking about a lot of different topics in the course of the day, that was a natural fit for you in many ways. Right, exactly. And I just found it tremendously uh, broadening because the research that I had to do every night, mm-hmm. every night you had to do, it was about three to four hours preparation for that show every day because you've got all of these people coming at you uh, you know, from every different directing, actors, comedians, college professors, baseball executives, you know, you name it. They, were, they would come through there and it would be great. We had a flow of people that was the envy of everybody. Well, I can't tell you how much uh, it encouraged me to hear that, Tom, because I put a lot of prep into my show. I mean, I, I prepare myself as best I can and know as much as I can about the person I'm, t- I'm talking to. It sounds like you did the same thing, you know, during your years in radio and television. Well, when a person comes on your show, uh, and this is my personal philosophy, it's not about me, it's about that person. Mm-hmm. And in order to elicit the best responses from those people is to in your questions let them know that you have done your homework and you have a sense of what they are all about and I'm there to make them look as good as they possibly can and to be as informative as they possibly can be and and go from there so uh, as you know it's not about you it's about that person and what that person is projecting to your audience. And that person right now, who, who I'm projecting to our audience, is Tommy Hawkins. Tommy Hawkins, television pioneer, Emmy-nominated radio and TV broadcaster, 
and longtime NBA star with the Los Angeles Lakers and the Cincinnati Royals. Tommy Hawkins passed away on August 16, 2017 at the age of 80. We will play more of our conversation with Tommy after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. Attention sports fans, now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home with Dish for about 50 bucks a month. Compared to your cable bill, you can save almost $600 a year. Call right now and sign up for Dish and watch every football game you want. With Dish, there are no boxes to pay, plus get free installation as soon as tomorrow. If you call now. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch your favorite sports and channels on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Be one of the first 100 orders right now and get a free voice remote. Don't miss a single football game all year long and save a ton of money. Get a free voice remote and free installation as soon as tomorrow. But you got to call All-American Dish right now. 